When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. Surprise, surprise, everybody. We are back late September edition on the Evergreen Podcast Network and WaitingForNextYear.com of the Dairy Brothers or Guardians cast. Matt and Todd uh, with you as the season's coming to a close. The last week of the season, Todd, two with the Reds as we record right now, and then three with the unnamed team. All three games this weekend in the city of Detroit, the 3-1-3, Southeast you, Michigan. Miguel Cabrera will play. To- and you'll be going to zero there's a 24 engraved in the outfield and uh it is also for how many children he has oh (laughs) how many families sorry i should have said is that for how many families he has? oh man oh that's below the belt you might have to cut that out we're not cutting it out it's fine guess who's back back again Woo! we're back baby come on i just wanted there's you know there's been nothing to talk about nothing I mean, you don't. You, do you want to talk about Cam Gallagher still getting at bats? No. <laughs> I mean, there's Tito Frank. Terry Francona is retiring, and uh, he was on that podcast with Jason Stark and Doug Glanville on the Athletic yesterday. By the way, speaking of the Athletic, Zach Meisel's been busy. Big article about Tito. Big piece great on piece. Will Benson. Also, a great piece. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, we are back. We're brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry, Rise and Grind Fitness, and of course, Breaking Tea t-shirts at breakingtea.com slash dairy. I'm sure there will be a Jim Schwartz t-shirt soon. But um, I don't know, Todd, we decided we needed to do a show. I mean, it's the end of the line here for Tito, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've semi-been paying attention. Have you been watching at all? Uh, I've been watching a little. I will say this past weekend series. Um, against the Orioles. I watched the entire game. Well, Friday night, we were over at some friend's house uh, and we had the game on. So I watched basically that entire game. Uh, Saturday, the early innings, because it started at six before we went out Sunday, zero. Because by the time I realized, you know, we're watching NFL football. And by the time I realized that it was, uh, you know, time to, uh, Back on the guards, I looked at the score and Tristan McKenzie was already out and had walked six guys. And it no, was like no, no. the second You're inning. not even telling the story correctly. You texted me and, and the executive producer and you oh, went, yeah. wait, Tristan McKenzie's back? What are we doing? I said, well, he's out there. And then, well, he was out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was the quote you had. He's you know, out it's there. Like... And then dot, dot, dot. Actually, he was out there. That's right. Right. I didn't even, I didn't even realize that they had activated him. Uh, I wanted to see what Bieber gave them on Friday night and you know, he worked some up and got through five innings and it's clear this is a hey everyone let's show Shane Bieber's health is under control so we can trade him this offseason. That's that that's all this is about. 
what they're doing with McKenzie, I do not understand. Neither, but neither do maybe I. Tristan's like, you know what, guys, I got to be out there. I need to, I need to do this for me. I'm not going to pitch deep into a game, but you know, who knows? You know, we don't, we don't know because they certainly wouldn't tell us what they were doing. So, you know, so there's that. And uh, tell us yeah, when. I, I don't know. Tell us, Frank. That's right. I, I, <laughs> I think that you yeah, got to give you got to give Bieber and McKenzie credit for fighting back and and rehabbing and getting to a place where they're both out there. I love the fact that Shane Bieber's getting a couple of starts here because you can showcase them, like you said. And the first start wasn't really that great, but for McKenzie, a guy that has had injury issues the last couple of years, and we know how frail he is, I wouldn't have sent him back out there. But again, you know they're shutting down the young kids for the most part now. Um, and so you're basically riding with Cal Quantrill and, um, you know, other veterans and that's it. So I guess you have to fill out the rotation for the rest of the year. And they, they, I, I think they want to win games for Tito and try to finish on a high note, but the bottom line is like Thursday and Friday were really fun against the Orioles. I want to talk about the Orioles actually. And, uh, <laughs> they battled and a couple of comeback wins. It was really nice to watch. But then reality kind of kicked in over the weekend when Baltimore needed those games and started mashing a little bit. I mean, Baltimore is a superior team, you know? Yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I'm i with you. Uh, the Friday night game was actually a lot of fun. The back and forth was great. Um, and, you know, I had no problem starting Bieber. That's fine. And, and to your point, you know, Tanner Bybee has obviously been shut down for the season um, he got injured and obviously they, they said that's enough is enough. And, you know, they don't want to keep, you know, they want to keep the innings down with Gavin Williams and Logan Allen, as we said many times. So with Cal Quantrill back and Bieber and McKenzie and Hunter Gaddis was pitching the other day and, you know, and, and he's still at Curry, you know, so it's, it's fine. Listen, the, the bottom line is here is this last week is all about Tito and the retirement and, you know, like you said, I'm sure they want to win for him. But does he want to win for himself when he plays Miles Straw every game and Cam Gallagher still getting starts? I don't want to bash the guy in the way out. I shouldn't do that. That's that's not nice. No, of me, no, no. But hold on, hold on. I, you bring up you bring up something yeah. interesting. You bring up something interesting because all of these tributes that are going on about Tito, whether it's Meisel or Mandy Bell or the podcast that he did with Jason Stark or the t-shirts that they're printing and and, and all the history of the 11 seasons that he managed here, the guy was tremendous and is tremendous. But the bottom line is you're right. He's leaving in a weird spot. He keeps saying it's time and I'm feeling it and physical, but you know, this season has been a, 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 a marked downer for everybody, you know, front yeah. office needs to take some big time heat. Ownership needs to take heat. The manager who usually is untouchable, has to take heat in the players. So it's like he's leaving on, on good terms with everybody, and the organization's in decent shape. This was a bad year, but he did not do it a good a job this year. No, this was his worst managerial year by a mile. And here's here's what I think, and when we talked about this on this podcast before, I believe that he – I almost just got rear-ended, by the way <laughs> – Changing lanes, baby. Um, I I'm picking up my in-laws at the airport. All right. You like Seinfeld. Oh. 
That's right. Oh, this guy's literally trying to kill me. Oh my God. This guy just ran up on me. And did you hear that horn? It's all right. Whatever. Anyways, um, to my, my the, the point is he was great for 11, for 10 years. I think truly had last year gone differently and they had gotten to the world series, he would have retired. But I think that, and I also think if last year would have been this year, as I said on this podcast, his health hasn't been good for three seasons. You remember the COVID year, he barely managed. That was the Sandy Alomar show. DeMarlo Hale made a ton last year. And I think Tito was re-energized by the playoff run last year and was like, you know what? I don't want a, a season-long tribute. I'm going to give this one last shot because it's a good team. If they sucked last year, there's no way he was managing this team this year. No way. I think he tried to gut through one more year, and about halfway through he realized that this, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. And I think it showed in his managing. And listen, we've all had jobs where we've all cashed in, in at the end. And I'm not saying that Tito is cheating the team and cheated the game in any way because he would never do that because that's just not him. But – it's very simple in any career, in any walk of life, when you know it's over to take the foot off the gas, per se. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very easy for him to just be like, ah, screw it. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm not going to pinch it here. Let Miles draw hit. You know, like, you're not right, thinking. Right. Yeah. No, the, the whole you're not thinking it through the way you normally would. I guess it's, it's the best way of putting it. It's it's disappointing. But again, this has gone on all year, like you said. I mean, the fact that Cam Gallagher not only just plays once in a while, but is still on the team. Miles Straw never gets pinch hit for, or occasionally. Guy like Will Brennan starts getting hot. Then there's a lefty on the mound, so he sits. No, we need to see Will Brennan against lefties, righties, ambidextrous. I don't care. We need to see him. Exactly. Like, why is Bo Naylor sitting against lefties? You know? I, you know, it's just, no, there's no point. Yeah. I mean, Reynaldo Lopez, and again, now we're breaking down games 156 and stuff, but Reynaldo Lopez you know, does it, does a great job in the seventh inning and throws eight pitches. And then, Nope, Stefan's coming in for the eighth. Stefan sucks. Well, yeah. God terrible. bless. God bless Trevor. I'm a Trevor fan, but he's had a horrible year. Why is he still your eighth inning guy? Why am I getting fired up about this? But you know what I mean? Tito loves him. I do. So it made no sense. Still to this day, stuff doesn't make sense. These guys are trying, still playing hard. Look, Andre Jimenez has had a bad year. I'm a huge Andres fan. He's had a great September. He's he's waking up, yeah. but it's like, where was this? And yep. where was this in June? Where were this two blocks ago? Oh, no, I could have used you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, he really, he, you're right. Um, but, you know, back to Tito. I, I, I mean, you can look back and, and just go back to that first year in 2013 where you're coming off the act ball era where those two years, good God. you know, they started at 30 and 15 that one season. And then you thought things were good. And then they went South. And then again, they started, they, they made the trade for, you know, Ubaldo. And uh, how about Ubaldo for Drew Pomerantz and Alex White? You know, it turned out to be worth it because in 2013, we, yeah. Ubaldo carried them to a playoff appearance and the magic of Tito in the year one, the team stunk the year before, and he gets them into the wild card in the first year, and it, it was which was great. It was great. And so we're, we're like, all right, and and you know, the the one thing I would say about the Tito era, good and bad. Or well, there's two things. Number one, when it was good, it was great. Uh, you know, you can talk about the 22 game 
uh, uh, winning streak in 2017, the 2016 run to the to the World Series where he pulled every single right string and in that in that uh, playoff run in October. I mean, you look back on that and it, it it's still incredible to think about the fact that essentially it was Corey Kluber, Josh Tomlin and uh, Corey uh, uh, um, and the relievers and they made it to game seven of the World Series. And Amazing. Lead. I mean, every every string the guy pulled was right. I mean, yes. it was great. And then the, the downside, 17 season after 2016, and it's obviously the playoffs were a disappointment, but they were the best team in baseball and they lost in the first round to the well, Yankees. But, but, right. well, but, gag- but, but it was a disappointment. Gagging against the Yankees is, is not, is something that, you know, Tito yeah, obviously that's that- didn't, didn't do in Boston. He brought them over the hump and then did do in, in Cleveland. And of course the Astros yeah. cheated in that one series. So that doesn't count. Um, it's <laughs> no, true. But, no, but, but yeah, yeah. But, but the point I'm making is the one thing that they did have negatively other than 2017 was whenever they went into a season with expectations, they seemed to fall short, but when they weren't expected to do something, you know, they, they usually then did it. Do you know what I mean? Like last year they came out of completely out of nowhere. And then this year with, you know, people, you know, they were even a trendy world series pick by some, uh, didn't, didn't work out. So I don't know. I don't know what that says about him. I know that the guys played hard for him. I know that everyone loved him. He made a gigantic change in culture in this organization. Um, and he's the great, Greatest manager to ever manage this team in this franchise, I believe. And, you know, you can have Paul Brown and, you know, and whoever else, but Tito's probably the best manager slash coach in Cleveland sports history. There's an argument to be made. He's definitely in the top two. What about Marty Schottenheimer? You picked the fine Fine time time to to leave leave us, Marty. Marty. That's right. (laughs) Don't so blame yeah, Mac so and Byer. That's right. <laughs> Marty, you know what's funny about Marty? You look back, he only coached 85 to 88. I know. 85, 86, 87, 88. That was it. People I mean, still just think. To be our peak years. People still think he coached in 89. They forget about Bud Carson. First game of the year, Bud Carson. We were there, baby, in Three Rivers. That's right. That's 51 right. nothing. Man, that Weston William a, Penn, what a, man. What a hotel. What a night. What a, what a and time. I just stayed there for, and I just stayed there for Taylor Swift. That's what's so funny. Oh, first Taylor Swift yeah. reference of the pot. I think her and Travis Kelsey's awesome. I think this is great for the NFL. I do, I do. too. You know, cousin Steve sent me a text. He said, how many Travis Kelsey jerseys have you ordered for your household already? And, and it's true. I already thought about getting one for Brooke, but I didn't. I mean, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, uh, we, the, the proprietor, by the way, of Horizon Grind Fitness is uh, with us today. That would be one Todd Dairy. Managing uh, partner. Managing, is that your managing title? partner. I yes, heard about the my title. By the way. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, by the way, the merch is in. We got oh sweatshirts. We got t-shirts. We got tank tops. We got uh, uh, trucker hats. Really? So come by the studio. Come on, corner of Chagrin and Brainerd, right above Bank of America. Come check it out. Tell them I sent you free class, best group fitness studio in Cleveland. Bike boot camp, regular boot camp, cycle classes, bar, yoga, you name it, we got it. Come on. 
You have a bar okay. there? I'm just kidding. So, uh, it's, I know it's bar B A R E. Even I know that. <laughs> well, listen, you're a fitness pro now. Oh, please. You know, I mean, now that you and Gunner, I mean, you're a fitness pro. Yeah, yeah. I'm down a little bit of weight. I I draw. I I added some on, but I've been better lately. Uh, CFAD.net uh, Center for Advanced Dentistry. Check out Dr. Ben Hornstein, Dr. Sean, and everything that's going on there. They're the best dentists in the country. Um, and of course, Breaking Tea t-shirts, get all your Browns, Guardians, and Cavs gear at breakingtea.com slash dairy. That's breaking tea, a letter t.com slash dairy. Guardians will play the Reds for two. Will Benson back in town. I saw a video on Instagram. Uh, will Benson was playing Stephen Kwan in chess today. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I yeah. love Will Benson. Great dude. Great dude. Great dude. When's Junior you know, Camonero coming back to town to play chess? Let's bring them all back. That's going to go down as the worst trade, maybe in the history of the organization. Well, right? if so if he does, if he if he turns out to be a complete trade, if he if he turns out to be the stud that all of a sudden he's become, it's going to be the worst ever. Considering Tobias Myers pitched one season at AAA, went one and nine with a six ERA, and then was DFA'd. I mean, and they gave away. I mean, here, Camonero was eighteen when they traded him. I'm not saying there's no way of knowing because there is a way of knowing. That's your job to know. Right. You don't, right, you don't do that. Just just atrocious. Just atrocious. Let's, let's see. And Nolan, Nolan Jones's numbers are through the roof. And I know it's the Rockies and everybody hits in, in Denver, but it just, you know, when you watch some well, of these games and you see the offense struggle and then you watch highlights and you see Will Benson shopping at the gap and Nolan Jones doing well. And, oh, the Rays are bringing up Camonero. And it's like, and the, the kid in Houston, Diaz. Oh, my God. He's doing great. He'd be second on the uh, Guardians in home runs. <laughs> you know, the, the thing is. I, but Bo, Na- Juan we Brito, have Bo, Juan Bo, Brito, Bo Naylor's really good. He is. Juan Brito, the, th- the thing about Nolan Jones is this. Juan Brito may be your starting second baseman halfway through next year with Andres playing shortstop. We don't know that. But he's a stud. He was their minor league player of the year. He had a great season. And again, we've seen many prospects come and go. um, And we've seen them bust. We've seen them hit. But if if it turns out that Juan Brito is great, no one's going to give a shit about Nolan Jones' one good season so far. I know. But let's let's pump the brakes. I, I looked at Juan Brito's numbers. I, I think that they are, the organization is feeding some of the beat writers, some of the older writers, a little bit of, you know, feeding them a little bit of birthday cake with plenty of icing. Oh, check out Brito. He's our player of the year in the minors. The numbers are good, but he is not, those are not great numbers. Like, hold on a second here. Like Chase DeLauder's numbers are great. Yes. Brito's numbers, good. I'm not ready to go up oh, pencil him in next year. I know that Hoinsey's big on the Jimenez could be your shortstop next year and stuff. I still think this team will trot out Arias opening day at shortstop because they love his glove and his arm, but yeah, and hope he hits, but I'm not, I'm not ready to, to crown Brito yet because there's a lot of it. I think is planting. I want, he, I want to see some better number, even better number. I think he's going to be good, but you know, they're, it, they're all, all these guys have been all the same. To me, to me, that, that's that's true. What are they doing in right I mean, field next year? What are they doing in center field? Well, that's the biggest. That's going to be the biggest question mark, and I'm sure we will discuss this in the off season. But 
you know, it just it, the, the disappointing thing about Benson and Jones is the fact that Oscar Gonzalez, Will Brennan, and to a lesser extent, Stephen Kwan all had two of them had very below average to bad years and Quan was just fine at, you know so that's the big rub and straw is terrible and we knew that going in and yet he still essentially is going to get 600 plate appearances which is to, to give a guy who is basically the worst hitter in baseball that many plate appearances for another year I don't care how great his glove is. It it's defies logic, especially no. when you if it and and you said it on this podcast many times. If that guy is your starting shortstop, starting center fielder, and playing every day next year, there's a real serious problem. There is. Uh, I truly believe that's not going to happen. I think they're going to somehow dump him uh, on someone else who wants him as a fourth outfielder. And Will Brennan will probably play center field, and then they're going to find someone for right field. They have to. And you know what else? It's time to trade the glut of middle infielders and get yourself a real bat and package together Shane Bieber and a couple of your, you know, whether it's Rokio because there's now not room for him or whatever, and get yourself a real legitimate outfielder. It's like enough's enough, right? Yeah, I agree. And free agency, I, I looked at the list the other day, the free agent bats. Uh, there's not a lot. This is not a great, yeah, but class. we're not, we're not signing anyone again. I mean, this year was a disaster again. They, they have to make a trade. It's gotta be a trade. That's my, that's my opinion. I don't, I don't think they're signing anyone. And if they do, it'll be one of these, you know, flyer guys for a year. It's not oh. going to be they're They're not doing Josh fell again. Who this they should sign and give some money to this off season is Josh Naylor because that guy's just awesome. And I hope Extend they lock him. him up and, uh, Keep he and his brother together because his brother's a stud. I mean, of all these young guys we talked about, the disappointments and this and that, and, you know, uh, some of them are 4A. Some of them look like fourth outfitters. Some of them look like utility guys. The one guy you know can can do it, and he's back in the lineup tonight is Bo Naylor. I mean, he's yep. he's been awesome. He has. That's not an easy position to play at that at that age and all the injuries and not having much protection in the lineup. And yet that guy performs. I'm I'm excited about the future of Bo Naylor for sure. Well, I mean, he handled the staff. the the big The big thing that bothers me the most about the Bo Naylor season, and it, it has nothing to do with him, is how they handled him. You burned six million dollars on Zanino, which was a gigantic mistake because Bo wasn't ready defensively. And then Bo came up, and he was fine. He was actually better than Zanino would have been. So they wasted, you know. Two months and it's they, they just they wasted time where they could have been seasoning him. And, and again, I said this before, I'll say it again. All I hear is, oh, Sandy Alomar is so good with the catchers. Then why was Bo Naylor in AAA working with other people when he could have been working with the guy who you claim is the greatest developer of catchers there is? Right, why wasn't he here? But when ownership cuts a check for $6 million, this isn't like the Yankees and Mets. It can just, oh, I'll just trade it and eat it. It's like. No, right. You know. But but they cut him after two months. I know. Because he was that bad. And no I one mean, picked him up. He was, no, nobody wanted him. That tells you all. That tells you all you need to know right there. All right. Uh, what else? Anything else? What else? Uh. We want to talk any Derryberg fantasy league. I'm I'm off to a one and two start. I'm not. Yeah, I'm horrible. That. No one. Yeah, actually, I got this text from your nephew 
uh, last night. Let me let me just read you this because what Andrew is he talking crap to me already by my team? <laughs> uh, yes, I believe the text was something to the effect of Uncle Matt's team uh, blows. Love Andrew. <laughs> I think I actually think that was the exact quote. Oh my god, oh, really? Uncle Matt's team blows. <laughs> Uncle Matt's team is so fucking bad. Oh but, really? He dropped an F bomb. Well, he is, you know, a junior in high school. Did he oh drop an God. <laughs> Well, you know, in my defense, uh, I have Justin Jefferson and a lot of other, a lot of other pieces, and I'm waiting for the Jameer Gibbs breakout, which could happen uh, Thursday night uh, when the uh, two and one Honolulu Blue and Silver Warriors take on the Packers. We'll see. Just, just, it's still early. That's all I got to say. I'll be curious, but back back to baseball. I'll be curious to see how many people show up these next two nights for for Tito's uh, finale. Are they As doing the know, shirts both nights or just the just the Wednesday game? I think it's just the Wednesday game. They but said the what first they really should have done is fans. It's like you were like going to get twenty thousand on a Wednesday 000. night. Right. My I think they should have done it all weekend. If they were smart, they would have done it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And said, you know, just did a big tribute to Tito weekend. But it sounds like anything. That was going on there. He was shutting down. He, did not he doesn't want, want it. Yeah. yeah, which I respect. He did not want it. Which I respect. Yeah, of course. I mean, listen, this he's not Coach K looking for that full year. Oh, give uh, me a break. Uh, victory lap. He's Roy Williams, classy on the way out. Doesn't want to, you know. Hey, doesn't want a, he's uh, Jim Beheim. James Arthur didn't want to do that. Yeah, that's that's called forced out. <laughs> and Tito's only in his sixties, not eighty. <laughs> By the way, I am. How are we, come, how are we doing on the tickets for the uh, IUKU game? That was way? what I was just about to say. You won't even believe what's going on right now in Bloomington, Indiana for December 15th. That's all I got to say. There is some shady stuff going on. We're going to get, we're going to get there. You know, I always deliver, but this I'm, I'm having to roll my sleeves up for this one. This is some BS. All right. Well, listen, I had, I had, a, I had I, a great contact at a certain place and they got back to me and said, I got you taken care of. And I said, great. And they said, but you got to buy the package that also includes Alcorn State and this game and that game. I'm like, get out of here. Oh, really? Because the students aren't going to be there for that game. So advantage Kansas right. there. Some students yeah, will well, stay, but. Well, well, how much extra is that going to be? Uh, it's it's too much. We're going to pay. We're going to pay through. As I told, as I told the boys, Dr. Borland and. JB and, and and Mark P. Everyone who's everyone who's going to be making is Mark the track. P. Coming to this event, he'll be hundred percent. Good. Oh yeah, I love it. All oh right. yeah. Uh, um, as I told as I told them, we're going to pay what we're going to pay. That's just how it's got to be. I know, it's crazy yeah. though. We'll be fine. <sighs> College hoops right around the corner. Can't wait, man. Are you kidding? It's going to be friggin' great. Number one team in the country, Hunter Dickinson. Oh God! In the that crimson and blue, <laughs> I just can't wait because Jer is always the executive producer has always been a massive supporter of Kansas basketball. You're gonna have to be very you know? careful. And he's he 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 cast. does not he is not like in the Hunter talk. No, we've had to, we've had to tone loyal. it down. He's loyal. <laughs> Come on now. All right, yeah. that'll do it for the uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Five games left. All right, let's just have some fun here. What's the record going to be? Wait a minute. What is our record right now? Well, I was going to say, what's the record now? The Guardians' record so right long. now is 74 and 83. So if we run the table, which we won't, 
The best we could do is 79 wins. Two with the Reds, three happening. with the unnamed team. What do you think? Uh, out of the last five, they're going two and three. Oh, I got news for you. I forgot about this. We have a half game edge on the Tigers. Yeah, finish because game? you watch. What, what do they have? Uh, oh, oh, you're saying they have six games left, and we they have five. care, and the Detroit media cares about what place you finish in. See, I'm of the Ricky Bobby philosophy. If you ain't first, you're last. First, that's right. The season's been over for months. You know, other than cousin Steve telling me, oh, we still got a chance. No, it's oh, it's been over. He loves but his Guardians, though. He's, he does. He is. He is. He misses. I, he does I, not I miss would venture to say nobody watch. He watched more than you and I this year. I know he has. But we should have had him on the pod. But then this, again, we would only these have like games 30 this minutes. weekend uh, down at Comerica Park. They're going to fill him up to see Miggy. He's going to play in all the games. Everybody's going to have the flash bulbs and take their pictures. And they're going to try to. They're going to try for second place. Now, I mean, these what do these games really mean? But I say. We'll finish with seventy six wins. We're, I'm, I'm with you. Two, two and three, maybe split for the Rams. Lose two out of three yeah. to Detroit. Before our next episode, we're going to have to go back and listen to what our predictions were at the beginning of the year. I mean, I I know I picked. I know I picked this. No, we like both 90. said they were going to win the division. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had more. Uh, I had more wins than you last year. I think yes. you had more wins than me this year. Yeah, I'm a little fr- afraid of a regression, but not like this. You're smart. You're smarter than I am. It, I don't know it, about that. You know, but... That goes without saying. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, uh, safe uh, travels. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure we'll do, you know, at least one more like postseason. But uh, as always, a pleasure to do a podcast with you, a legend in the business. Oh, I don't know about that. Thank yeah. you. No, you're oh. the legend. You're running. You're running Cleveland right now. Uh, check out yeah. Rising Grind. Right. Fitness. Uh, <laughs> running Woodmere. Um, Rise and Grind Fitness. Come yeah. and check it out at Rise and Grind Fitness on Instagram, and go to Rise and Grind R Y Z E A N D G R I N D dot com. Check it out and come yeah. into the studio and get some merch. Thanks to the Center for Advanced Dentistry as well, the Evergreen Podcast Network, and the folks at WaitingForNextYear.com, and also uh, Breaking Tea T-shirts um, as well. We are out of room and out of here. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.